Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Connor. So you and I are both uh, involved in fighting for freedom and promoting the ideas of liberty and trying to make the world a better place. And have been for what sometimes feels like too long. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, a long time. And I I feel like um, spreading these ideas that we believe in, it it requires us to understand, uh, we got to help other people understand why these ideas are so important. Because someone's not going to embrace an idea if they don't feel that that idea has has value. So how do we do that? How do we help people understand why these ideas are important? Especially when you know people have strong opinions or maybe their grandpa taught them something or they read something in a textbook or some YouTube video told them something different. We're very impressionable people and we form our ideas and our thoughts and our our beliefs based on what we hear and learn from so many other people. So how do we help people then change their heart and change their mind um because I think to help uh, to help people understand your beliefs and, and to change their own beliefs, you do have to change their heart uh, and, and their mind. What do we mean by that? It's not literally a heart transplant. We're not talking about you know changing your heart. Um, I, I think maybe a better way to say this, instead of uh, changing your heart, it's like softening their heart. Um, because- oh, that's interesting. I like that. Yeah, because uh, let, let me take a. Let, let, I always think these conversations are helpful when we have a very specific example. So uh, let me uh, pick on. I'm trying to think of all the different things that we've worked on. What would be a good example here? So let's say, um, like the. Oh, go, go ahead if you have one. No, please. What do you got? I was going to say things like war, or even things like the welfare state, things like that. Mm, where well, okay. but that's not really softening. That actually might just be more logic. Hmm. Maybe. Let's do, I'll I'll do what might be a kind of a controversial one. Uh, We worked on legalizing uh, medical cannabis in Utah. And a lot of people have a lot of perceptions about this cannabis stuff because, you know, some people call it marijuana, they call it weed, you know, some teenagers or whatever might abuse it and, and might try and get high. And so there's obviously like dangers and problems with something like this. But cannabis is all, uh, also very helpful as a medicine to people with, uh, with pain or who have seizures um, or, uh, you know, they've got like horrible arthritis or, or things like that. So it, it's often very useful as a medicine. But the government decade ago, a, a decades ago, the federal government said, nope, it's, it's a drug. It's, it's bad. Uh, it's on what's called Schedule One, which means there's no use as a medicine. It's just a horrible drug, and you're going to be thrown in jail if you ever use it. And it was that way for decades. So we felt like in our state, we wanted to change that. Many states have been passing laws like this. And in our in Utah, where we live, we're like, hey, we want to do this. So, you know, Utah, very religious place, uh, very kind of anti-drugs. You know, Mormons, if you know anything about them, they have this health code called the Word of Wisdom so they, they don't, you know, smoke, they don't do drugs, they don't drink alcohol. And so a lot of people in my state were like, no, you know, cannabis, that's bad. That's a drug. So I felt that was wrong because I, I met, we, I met so many patients who were suffering. Um, I, I met young kids who were having seizures and no other drugs were helping. And the doctors would just send the kids home to suffer and die because they could do nothing else for them like horrible stories that I was meeting all these people in just tragic circumstances. And, and these people, some of them would illegally use cannabis just to get the relief and the help. And so they were breaking the law. 
Sometimes they would travel to another state where it was legal, right? So that they would feel like they weren't breaking the law, but then they had to like, you know, pay all this money and, and uproot their lives and everything. And, and a lot of other people would just suffer silently because they didn't want to break the law and they couldn't or didn't want to travel. And so they were suffering and, and the other medications they were using weren't helping. So I was meeting all these people. I'm like, this is totally wrong. How do we shift public opinion? How do we, how do we get people to understand that just because something can be abused, right? Just because a drug can be abused the wrong way, that doesn't mean that we should make it illegal for someone to use it the right way. And, and so we have to change the law. And, and, and so we have to change their hearts and their minds. So, uh, so Brittany, the reason why softening their hearts comes to mind is what we did in this case is, is we just tried to soften people's hearts by sharing stories of mm. these patients that I was meeting. Right. We didn't go out there and we're like, legalize drugs. You know, we weren't like trying to like just uh, shove these ideas down people's throats, people's throats. We would record videos. We would do news interviews. We would do uh, like press events with, with reporters there where we would just have patients sharing their stories. I remember in one case, there was this woman in a wheelchair and uh, and we had this big event. There were like 300 people there and uh, some reporters and everything. And this woman comes up in her wheelchair and she holds up this gallon size Ziploc bag uh, full of orange prescription medication bottles. And she said, you know, I don't, I don't quite remember all these years later what her particular, you know, ailment or, or disease was, but whatever it was, she said, these are all the drugs that I used to use. And a lot of them were the drugs for my condition, you know, to help whatever that is. But then those drugs had side effects. So then I needed other drugs mm -hmm. to, to address the side effects of the, the first drugs. And some of those had side effects. So I needed these other ones to help with that. She said, these are all the, the medications that I was on. Now, because I'm using cannabis, I am on none of these medications anymore. And it was such a powerful, like, and she's crying, you know, and everyone's crying. And, and it's just this remarkable story where people in, in that room and the people who saw that on TV or YouTube or whatever, their hearts are softened. Cause they're like, well, this is a person. If that was my sister or my mom, I would want the best for them. I would, I would want them to not suffer. And if this could help them and they used it appropriately and everything else, right. They're not abusing it. Um, then, then why shouldn't they be able to, why should they be th threatened with, you know, jail time? So, so simply like sharing stories is how we uh, were able to soften people's hearts and get them to be open to having their minds changed. Because if you, like, I feel like people often have closed hearts and they're like, nope, I'm right. I, kn I know what I'm doing. You know, it's the ego. It's like, no, I, I'm, I know what I'm doing and what I'm doing is right. And so we shield ourselves from other people's ideas and influence because it would require us to change and we don't want to change. So when you soften someone's heart, you open their mind to alternatives. Wait, maybe, maybe I do need to rethink my position. Maybe it is wrong to criminalize all these drugs if, if we're depriving sick people from being more healthy. Maybe we need to rebalance things and, and you know, uh, change this. So softening the heart, I feel like, is, is allows them to open their mind to, to then have their mind be changed. So Brittany, I want to throw it to you because in your line of work with all the communication you've done, you write a lot of articles, you're often trying to convey ideas to people. I want to get your thoughts on how do you, so let's say you have, you've softened someone hard or you, you encounter someone who's open-minded. How do you change someone's mind? 
Well, I'm glad you mentioned having people tell their stories because when people ask what I do, I actually say I'm a storyteller. That is like the first thing that comes to mind because that is that is what I do, and especially for the job I do in communications. Communications is kind of like an overarching – honestly, it's a DC name. It's like one of those DC think tank names they give to people that basically just means you're the one putting out articles, like you said, trying, trying to communicate with other people and get them to see your point of view. And so what I do is a lot of the people I work with, I sit down and I interview them. And I work with a lot of people who have been abused by the government and have had their constitutional rights violated and they each have a story, right? And some of them are kind of boring because <laughs> some of them are like these small <laughs> statutes you wouldn't know about, like, oh, the Quiet Title Act. And you're like, oh, yes, that thing that I know nothing about. <laughs> um, but sometimes it's it's just these crazy stories of these people who have been so harmed. And what I love about a lot of the people I work with is like they're not like you and I, Connor, where they're like libertarians or freedom-oriented. They're just normal people. They don't even know what those words mean. Right. You know, they're – most people don't. I think we forget that. Most people just live their lives. They do what they do to get by and, and that's it. They don't really care about politics. And so it's really nice to have their stories to tell people because here you have people that aren't political. They don't have any you know, strong political opinions. All they recognize is, is right and wrong. And I think we all recognize right and wrong. And so when you look at it that way and you say, here's this person who doesn't have an agenda, meaning they don't have like some sort of message they're trying to drill in my head. They're just sharing their story. That's how we learn. And I think I've talked about this on several episodes because I'm I'm fascinated with storytelling. And, you know, I've, I've mentioned quite a few times that human beings, we're all wired to learn through stories. That's how our brains process things. Um, what was the show? I don't remember what it was called. It was like with animals and it was like fables or something. I don't know. It was like animals teaching kids about moral lessons. And I can't remember. It was like a book and an animated show when I was a kid. But honestly, it's probably not around anymore. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> but um. You know, it's why every story, every every book for the most part has a a lesson for us to learn that's kind of sandwiched or disguised into stories. So I think that is the most effective way to win over, over people's hearts and minds because it it softens the hearts, like you said, and then it gets them a, willing to hear the message because they hear about these heroes' journeys these people went through and then they think, oh, okay, this is why it happened and how do we fix it? So. Well, I, I think you're exactly right. Storytelling is the way to go. I actually, uh, years ago, read a book called Wired for Story, and it was all about how the human brain is wired for story, how our brains literally are storytelling machines and mechanisms, and how we learn through story. That's why we do things the way we do with our Tuttle Twins books. Uh, it's all storytelling. I remember as a kid reading uh, social studies textbooks for class and for homework stuff. Boring, right? Names and dates and facts. And here's all this stuff that happened. And I, I really didn't enjoy it. So when we did our new history books that have come out, we said, no, we're just going to tell interesting stories. And along the way, the kids will learn. But the story is the vehicle to do it. And the nice thing I feel like, Brittany, with storytelling is that it allows you to both soften someone's heart and change their mind in all in one. Because if you're doing storytelling right, you're using emotion, right? Like, like you can tell a boring story where somebody doesn't feel anything. Oh, yeah. Right? That's very possible. And it happens often, right? There's a lot of, you know. There's a lot of boring story. I read a lot of writing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a lot of boring storytelling out there. But if you do storytelling right, it is making the reader or, or the, the video viewer or whatever it's, it's making them feel something. It, it's making, like right now in theaters, at the time we're recording this, uh, you know, obviously it'll, it'll be a few months after, but at the time we're recording this in July, 
there's this film Sound of Freedom, which is uh, mm-hmm. in the theaters, and it's all the the you know rave right now because uh, all these people are learning about you know this horrible concept called child trafficking, where kids are being kidnapped and and so forth. And it's it's not fun at all. It's horrifying. And and so, uh, but this movie has like found the right way to share this story so that people's hearts are softened and their minds are changed. And so it's just interesting how you can have this, this, um, th- this method of conveying, like, like went back to my issue of medical cannabis, we would record these videos and, and we would share a patient's story and they're crying and they're talking about, you know, so it's softening someone's heart of like, this is a human going through this experience mm-hmm. and, and this is an injustice that they're experiencing. And so your heart is kind of being softened of like, what if that was me? Or what if that was my wife? Or what if that was my, my, you know, brother? And, and so your heart is being softened while hearing that this person share their story, but then they're also informing you. They're changing their mind. They're, they're saying like, Hey, look, I, I used to be against, you know, drugs too, or, or marijuana, but, but then I found myself having seizures and I had to, I had to go study all these like science, you know, research reports and, Come to find out our body literally has what are called endocannabinoid receptors, which means like the stuff inside cannabis that that impacts your body, your your body naturally has receptors for it, which is fascinating. And so this person sharing their story can talk about what they've learned and talk about the, the science they've read and how they had to change their mind. All the while, the person watching that video or reading that story is is being informed themselves, and suddenly they're changing their mind uh, along the way. So for the kids listening, no matter your age, I think one of the takeaways here is is the importance of storytelling. So when you're younger, that's just you know you reading stories and learning from stories. That's why we do what we do with the Tuttle Twins. But as you get older, as you want to persuade people, if you want to change hearts and minds, keep this lesson in mind. You have to become a good storyteller. You know, watch YouTube videos about storytelling, go to storytelling workshops, you know, whether you want to get into video or writing or public speaking or whatever you want to do, frankly, in, in, in most, even, any just, role- can be, even just to be a fun to be around, <laughs> people love us to a good storyteller. <laughs> and, and, and frankly, even if you're going to be a mechanic or some other profession, if you're good at storytelling, yeah, people are, you're going to be fun to be around. Your clients will like you more, more people will want to hire you. Um, you'll be able to like sell your services better, you know? So like if you're going to go into sales, you want to be good at storytelling. And so, yeah, go find, uh, there's so much out there to learn storytelling, but that is a fantastic skill because it's going to allow you to soften people's hearts and change their minds. Uh, for the parents, I'll maybe recommend a book uh, called uh, Influence by Robert Cialdini. Have you ever read that, Brittany? No, I haven't. It is a fascinating book. He, uh, The book is called Influence, and then the subtitle is the psychology of persuasion. And so he talks about in the book, all these ways that you can influence other people and how the mind works and how you, how knowing how the mind works, you can use it for your benefit because there's all these people out there in society, all these, you know, politicians and the media and these corporations that know these things and they use them to manipulate you. They use them to get you to think and act in ways that you don't like. Why not then learn those same tools and tactics so that we can use them for good. Let's stop letting the enemy be really good at, at persuasion, right? And let's persuade people to do good. Let's persuade people to, you know, do the right thing and stand for truth. So it's a fantastic book, Parents Influence, uh, The Psychology of Persuasion. 
And what you learn in there, you can translate for your kids and help them. There's lots of storytelling workshops for kids. Uh, Outschool.com, last I looked, had some storytelling workshops that you can find there. Uh, It's just such an important skill to have. And so if you want to change, you know, the title of our our, uh, episode here is, is it more important to change hearts hearts or minds? I would say, and I think Brittany, you would agree, it's both. both. Mm -hmm. You have to do them both together. And that's where storytelling can bridge the two, combine the two and allow you to change uh, people's hearts and minds so that you can actually influence them, persuade them, and do some good in the world. Brittany, great chatting as always. And until next time, talk to you later. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.